convince Link that he was competitive and yeah. Link didn't think he was competitive at all <laughs> and it turned into like this whole thing it turned into like a three episode thing that's where they, they aired some grievances that's funny yeah the last episode that I watched of, of Ear Biscuits they were it was the last episode that they put out of their top ten favorite albums mm. oh that'd be a good one and that was uh, they're very country minded people well that's what I thought but also rap they, they're big country rap they actually who we were listening to um was uh his name's Jason Elness, Jason Elness. I don't know. Um Jason Aldean. Something like that. But I guess he's he's friends with Chris Stapleton and Sturgill. Mm. And both of those guys described well Sturgill specifically described him as uh the best songwriter of our generation. Mm. Um and if Sturgill Simpson's saying it He just put out a new album. He did just put out a new album oh, which really? I have not listened to because my I mean it's a Western. Yeah, and he it's more of a return to form for him. But but I prefer Western country over, like, modern. Yeah, like oh, 100%. Country. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if I'm just, like, vibing, yeah. I can put it on. Well, that like, was the thing, man. So I, I put on this album just to see what it sounded like, and I couldn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, my hand, I had another album ready to, like, click on with my thumb and just turn it on. right now? Because I feel like this is good stuff. Yeah, I have, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I had it, like, on my thumb... And I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I was listening very closely, and I just, I was like, well, I mean, it's sad bastard cowboy music, but I just love what the fuck he's doing with this story. So yeah. I'm going to put my phone down, and Doug's going to be like, why are we listening to this? I mean, we'll like, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Uh, but like, yeah, like within the past year, I'd say I gained a, some sort of appreciation for a more like classic country mm-hmm. sound. Like I became a big fan of Casey Musgraves. Really? I did. Interesting. She's got a great voice. She was on the Flaming Lips last high. album. Yeah. But she she had a feature on the Flaming Lips last album, which mm-hmm. I adore. Sure. I was listening to it today, in fact. It kind of became like you know how whenever Compton came out, I was listening to it at least once a week. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing that this album did for me. Mm. Um but she was on that. I was like, "Wow, what a voice!" And uh-huh. then I like went like listen to her stuff. And I was like, "Wow, what a voice!" And yeah. a songwriter. Yeah, I um, what is happening on this television? <laughs> I'm. S- it's scary. Just, like there's just okay. Um, so a lot of jugs. A lot of jugs. <laughs> and Alan just grinning bashfully at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Who me? Look at this. Look at this highbrow art. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm just gonna take my glasses off so yeah, that I, know, I can't see anything. I remember there was, I think it was, Rhett said, this is a couple years ago. I was listening to it, that he when he was like 12, 13, 
he was signed up for that like Capitol Records uh, like subscription catalog yeah. thing. Yeah, where they send you like five records every yeah. like fiscal quarter or whatever, and like that really affected how he like the music he listened to because mm-hmm. it was all before that. I think it was all like Christian, yeah. gospel type stuff. Yeah, and then he like he got a. I want to say like a public enemy record. And he was like, what is this? Well, yeah. And that's really funny because on the episode I was listening to, they were kind of going, you know, they were saying their albums and, uh, Rhett brought up, um, DJ Jazzy Jeff's I'm the DJ. He's the rapper. Yeah. Wow. And what an album. Well that, so he was like, it does not hold up. It is incredibly cheesy. And Link contended that, like, well, I mean, it is very much of its time. And he was like, right. And I don't I don't begrudge it. Like, it's on my top ten albums of all time. Obviously, there's something here that I love. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, if you put on a Straight Outta Compton, like, there's a couple corny tracks. But for the most part, every single one of those songs can come out today. Yeah. With, you know, slightly better mixing with technology. But, I uh, mean, I feel like that could be said about... A lot of Will Smith's, like, solo stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, like, Miami's a banger. Sure. Like, they're all bangers, but they're all, they are all, like, pretty corny at the same yeah. time. They're super mainstream, clean, safe, mm-hmm. radio-friendly hits. Yeah. But, I mean, like, summertime, parents just don't understand, yeah. banger after banger. That, that was... on my street. That was always kind of my aversion to Will Smith, I think, was that it did seem, like, extremely safe... Mm-hmm. No matter how fun it was, so there was always something that was like a little. There's like too much corn. I think it was kind of. It kind of felt like he was created by a studio. Yeah. To be like a safe window for a certain demographic. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was actually his grandmother that created him like that. Yes. Um, the story being he that he was born from his grandmother. Yeah. The story. Well, he lived with his grandma, and the story being that she found his his notebook. That he was writing his his bars in, mm-hmm. and she noticed that he was like a teenager. I don't even know really what it, he was young. He was like a teenager. I, mean, I, think, I think he started Fresh Prince of Bel Air at like fifteen, sixteen. It could could have been. So, um, he, uh, but she found his notebook anyway, and she was like, "You don't have to do this. Like, you don't have to write all these swear words in here. Like, you don't have to curse to be a good rapper." So, in order to like provide a point of pride for her bars. Um, <laughs> He just, like, went out of his way, actually, to, like, not ever curse. Mm -hmm. But I think that being said, that's why I like him as an actor a lot more. Yeah. Because it's just such a completely 180 degree different, like, person. Like, him in Bad Boys 2 is my, like, lasting memory of Will Smith, no matter what he does. Oh, mine's... I don't know, because I'm a huge fan of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, so uh-huh. it would probably be that or Independence Day. Oh, Independence Day is, but is like, a good one. But he was untouchable with the blockbusters once upon a time, yeah. and now I feel like they don't know how to use him. Yeah, he does have kind of one of those like things I, where he, he went, he did blockbusters and like summer flicks, and then he started doing like kind of cerebral dramas and borderline horror movies. I think what it was was like, so like Men in Black, Independence Day, like that era of Mm. his blockbusters, he was playing like a version of Will Smith, the character. Yeah. 
now it's like they're kind of asking more of him. Mm-hmm. And he's a great actor, as we see in like Ali, Pursuit of Happiness, Concussion. everything like that. Concussion, that's another good one. Oh, yeah. Um, Albert Brooks playing Dr. Cyril Wecht, hometown hero. Hey. <laughs> um, I love Albert Brooks. I love Dr. Cyril Wecht. <laughs> I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Cyril Wecht. All my homies hate Cyril Wecht. I think he had a big scandal about him, didn't he? He probably did. Um, but, like, I always come back to Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Where, like, it's just Will Smith trying to act tough. And he, like, he's not playing a character. It's just him trying to act tough, and I can't see past that. Like, in the new one... Like, I know they're different characters. Dude, Cyril Wecht is still alive? Oh, yeah, he's still cranking them out. He's 90. He's still cranking out dead bodies. Retire, man. <laughs> is he still a county coroner? Let someone else do it. He can't be a county coroner anymore. <laughs> he's about to be coroned. Coroned. Himself. <laughs> um, I don't know where I would find... Oh, well, in twenty in 2020, Wecht promoted a less reactive and restrictive response to COVID, so I can probably just stop He's reading. one of those people taking the uh, parasite stuff for livestock. Mother. We have a vaccine! But we don't trust that. We're going to take the stuff we give our horses instead. What was the other thing that uh, people were taking? The quinine? Oh, it was like the experimental thing that was like yeah. bad for you. It was like tabs for something or other. It was a lo- it was a very multi-syllabic word. Yeah, it was like a diphtheria vac or not vaccine, but it was like a whatever the fuck it was. Anyway, <laughs> it was like hydroxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see if I can. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sun god of the Aztecs. Yeah. I think I think it was just like the uh, the god. I god. think you're thinking of Cortez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, here it is. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. That's what it was. A grand jury indicted Wecht in January 2006 on 84 counts of fraud and theft. Fuck me. Accusing him of using wow. county paid employees and resources to benefit Cyril H. Wecht and Pathology Consultants Incorporated, his private consulting business. Jesus Christ. What? There's a HuffPost article. Why did feds persecute celebrity expert Cyril Wecht? Who's next? He's a celebrity expert? I thought he was a coroner. Ooh. I need to know what this is about. Unreal. Like many government employees, Allegheny County Coroner Dr. Cyril Wecht of Pittsburgh sometimes sent faxes from his office on personal matters. On February 12, 2002, for example... He sent a New Jersey group a bill for a speech. Four years later, the Justice Department used that fax for one of 84 felony charges against Wecht. Okay. Uh, has been a prominent TV... Since the 1970s, has been a prominent TV guest expert on celebrity deaths. <laughs> what a title. What a thing to be. Oh, yeah. That could be us. <laughs> Should it be? I mean, I think 2016 was our time to shine when every celebrity died. Yeah. We lost Prince. We lost Bowie. We lost... 
a thousand actors. Literally. People died every day over some shit they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what do you think was Will Smith's last good blockbuster? I think it was iRobot. Like, I, undeniably good. Um, I thought I thought there was some denial with iRobot. Is there? I think so. Or maybe I'm thinking of uh, the other one, the, the zombie movie. I Am Legend? Yeah. Oh, that might be it. Because that was, I think that was a couple years later. Well, let me look up his... I, I remember a lot of people were disappointed at that, but mainly in how it ended. Yeah. Let me look up his... Uh, that was a good movie, though. Oh, he was in Aladdin. I forgot he was the genie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. That's like... I really, love, really, really like... Uh, oh, Wild Wild West. You like Wild Wild West? I, I did. I did. That's not what I wanted to say, but the I liked only th- it. Wild Wild West gave us a song from its soundtrack. It was Dr. Dre and Eminem. Yep. It was a Bad Guys Always Die. And what a banger. Let me see. So, oh yeah, he does look good in King Richard. Did you see the trailer for that? He does, yeah. He looks good in that I one. I think if... If he stands a chance, I think he he does stand a chance at an Oscar for it, because he hasn't had an Oscar worthy thing in a long time. So I didn't see Bad Boys for Life. I've heard it was good. I heard Gemini Man was not good. It's in my queue on Amazon. We all know Bright was very bad. <laughs> yeah. Collateral Beauty. <sighs> Bright was. Horrible. What, what, what was the thing? Fairy lives matter, but not today. No, he killed a fairy. Uh huh. I think it was like. No, I think he said like not all lives matter or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's your fucking boy. Uh, what's his name? I can't think of. He's got a stupid goddamn name. Oh, the piece of shit. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who his dad is. Then I can, uh, Max something? Max. Not Verstappen. No, not not Max Verstappen. He's a good boy. Max. What is his name? What's his name? Landis. Max Landis, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, dad, Suicide Squad. His dad con- killed people. Concussion, yeah. Concussion. Anchorman 2. Oh, I forgot he was in that. After Earth. Man in Black 3. Seven pounds. Man in Black 3 is a pretty underrated entry in the series. Hancock, I'm Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, Hitch. Well, this is the thing, man. So, like, every, literally every year he comes out with a movie that, like, you've definitely heard of and people have opinions about. Yeah. I think the thing with him is, like, the trailers for all of his movies look like, oh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out and it gets just, like, dumped on. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I thought this is like the only time I've ever thought. I th- to answer your question, I it's way way back, but Bad Boys Two is probably my favorite like mega movie that he was in. Is he a Scientologist? No, I thought he was. No, maybe he should be. That'll um, help out his career. <laughs> could Seems, be. It works wonders for Tom Cruise, less so for John Travolta. But all right, I don't think. But Tom Cruise is Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. He is L. Ron Hubbard. Reborn. Well, based off of uh, based off of what has been said from like Katie Holmes's camp and all that stuff, like 
It's not really like that. Like, I think it's more of a, like, he's in a, he's in a spot with some, not like leverage, but there's some buffer. Mm -hmm. Like, he's in a safe spot, and he has, like, a little bit of, like, in an, or not anonymity, uh, autonomy mm -hmm. inside that death cult. So Because if he leaves, it collapses. Pretty much. But the, the word is, the scuttlebutt, is that uh, Johnny T is way more involved than Tom Cruise. They've got they got some dirt on him. Oh, they have multiple piss tapes. Well, that's the thing. Did you watch like the Going Clear documentary? I did not. Where no. it like explores what the about? the Leah Remini thing, or was it? No, separate? this was before that. Okay, I think that I think she did that uh -huh. because of this. Like, oh, it, like gave yeah, her yeah. the courage to do it. No, I, I haven't like, watched any of it anyway. It doesn't but matter. like whenever you. That was a famous filmmaker that made the Going Clear. Yeah, whenever you go into it. They sit you in a room for like hours, and mm -hmm. you just like tell them your deepest, darkest. Yeah, secrets. and they cassette tape it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like if you ever do anything, they mm -hmm. will use this to hurt you. Yeah, which I, you know what, I totally understand. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and be like that contrarian on Twitter that's like, well, I mean, that's why you should just like, it's not a big deal. Like, who cares? But at the same time, it's like <sighs> emotional blackmail, like. At the same time that that is horrible and, of course, is very effective, it would work on me. I'm not saying it wouldn't work on me. I'm just saying, like, don't you think you'd ever get so tired that you would just be like, fucking do it? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, what could these people possibly have? That's what I'm saying. Like, unless you've, like, legitimately murdered somebody. Yeah. Or diddled kids. Yeah. Like, what, what could be so bad? That you would like, well, and okay, so, and then the other thing being like, of course, like well, it's worse than that. Like they've literally tortured people to death. Like so, yeah. we know that's a thing. So it's not just like, oh well, if you leave Scientology, we're gonna tell all your family members that you, you know, jerk off to farm animals. It's like okay, hell yeah, brother. Hell, more power to you. <laughs> yeah. And that, called goats for nothing. That cow got a booty. <laughs> Um, you yeah. see those short horses over there? All ass. Yeah. Alan, gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, how are you doing? You've been, you've been quiet. I'm good. He's just looking up just, uh, cow booties <laughs> over there. Just doing some research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how expensive those gloves are that go all the way up past your elbow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Oh. Not cheap. Not cheap. <laughs> That's a special night thing. Uh, how gross is it when they like cut into the side of a cow and like they put that like tube in there that you can re like the cow's just like they're chilling. Bruh. And you're like, oh, I got to reach in and clear out a blockage in one of your eight stomachs. I forgot they had eight stomachs until right now. Yeah, I don't know if it's eight, but it's more than one. It's multiple. Yeah. Can you imagine? Couldn't. Like if you were like, say it's like Thanksgiving. And you're like, oh, looks like Chamber One's getting pretty filled up. Better switch over. Engage. <laughs> oh, God. Just everybody's got like, uh, not like, like um, pressure gauge valves on the on their back. Yeah. They just like, <laughs> just shut one off. And then and you just walk outside and leave a mound the size of the Triceratops one in Jurassic Park. That's one big pile of shit. <laughs> oh, God, there'd be so much methane in the world. So much meth. <laughs> hey, you can't have meth without methane, right? Hey. <laughs> methane, <I> mean, phetamines. 
<laughs> That's good. Write that down. Alan, cut that out. Um, that is funny. No, but yeah, again, back to our boys. Back to the... I, I feel like game. I would like to just very gradually mix in like a, a very pleasant north-south north south kind of... War. Called the Civil yeah. War. <laughs> I feel like a very pleasant like drawl. You know, I just, I think there's something much more inviting than like this very harsh, like Midwestern coal miners accent. Think about like how charming, like a, like a real Southern accent is. And then like how jarring a Yinzer accent is. It's really just like, it's like, well, good morning, y'all. Y'all, uh, did you fix yourself a plate this morning? Did you get yourself some coffee? Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Well, shit. It's a nice morning we got here. And then, like, you wake up in Pittsburgh in an Airbnb, and it's like, Hey, Joel, eat shit. Where are you going today? not you. Well, I wouldn't go down North Shore today. There's a Stiller's game. You don't want to go that way. It's like a Jesus. southern accent got kicked in the head by a donkey. <laughs> no disrespect to my Yinzers. Not got nothing but love for yeah. them. But my God. Our people, really. But I'm just saying, if our people suddenly... and we're friendly, but in a very aggressive yeah. way. <laughs> if we if we woke up in like Georgia, it's a very different podcast you're listening to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, Doug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just look at Paula Dean. She needs look butter, at- and she needs all. I love Paula Dean, first of all. Wow. Kevin canceled. <laughs> Kevin got canceled. But listen, you heard it here first. When I when, all right, so when I was in middle school. I want to say like seventh grade. When I was in seventh or eighth grade, I used to watch like that fucking power hour that was on the 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 Food Network. Oh, where, she was the Food Network. Where it was like it was Paula Deen's show followed by the Barefoot Contessa. I, all right, so I don't know if they were followed by, but in no certain order. Yeah, it was Paula Deen, Ina Garten, Jada De Laurentiis, uh, Guy Fieri, and uh, Bobby Flay. Uh, it's Gee Fiery. <laughs> Guy Fiery. Um, <laughs> And it was all five of them. And uh, I would just sit and I don't know the first fucking thing about cooking. But like it was just. You knew you were hungry. It was just so entertaining to watch. Like I'm sitting like literally eating like half a loaf of bread's worth of peanut butter sandwiches after soccer practice. Basically just muting the the thing for a half an hour whenever Jada would come on. (laughs) But like. She, she, she had a really, we know what you were in it for. She well, this is the thing. I mean, obviously, she's incredibly attractive, but at the same she time, got a big head. She does. I don't, I don't know mind. if it's like the way the framing of like where the camera is. It's probably a little top but, down kind of thing going like, on. Boom. But she um she Someone had it was just really funny big because head mode like cheat code on whenever her show came on. Her cadence was like always really um, it had like an asthma quality to me mm-hmm. because like everybody asthma. else, yeah, everybody else was like. Not like bold, but like with Paula Dean, you know, and she just wants butter, and she would like just do that whole thing, and then obviously Guy Fieri's like he's very loud and explosive, and mm-hmm. and then you would get to Jada, and she'd be like, "This is gonna provide like a really light, crispy kind of crunch whenever you bite into it. Mm, so tasty." And it's like, you know what? I'm kind of falling in love with your voice right now. This is very <laughs> relaxing. And then there's Brooklyn's own Rachel Ray coming out <laughs> swinging. You're going to take the E-V-O-O. <laughs> uh, it's delish. That, now that's jarring. <laughs> she, uh, there was a... Did she have any affiliation with the Delish brand? Yeah, it's hers. Is it hers? It's hers, yeah. 
I didn't think it was. Yeah, it's hers. I have their cookbook, though. Yeah, she that's makes uh, delish dog food, I think. I think delish makes a dog food that she's part of. Is that that chewy stuff that you just end up with a package from? You're like, I don't even have a pet. Yeah. Brett knows what's up. Brett gets yeah. the good stuff. That's his favorite shit, man. Um, Where's it, Link? <laughs> Get it? That's a callback to a previous conversation. Uh, Rachel Ray. People paying attention from the start of this will get it. Dog food. Nutrish. It's called Nutrish, not Delish. Nutrish. I don't believe she's affiliated with Delish. All right. I don't believe you. That's fine. You can think what you think. You're like Gollum and I'm Samwise Gamgee because I don't believe you. Okay. All my Lord of the Rings fans will get that reference. We don't want virgins in our crew, Doug. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Only alpha chads can be in the babies. And hey, ladies can be chads too. So, needle and thread. Got him. She has no affiliation with Delish. Hell yeah. No, I don't believe she you. has dish. Dish. And she has nutrish. Oh, but so Delish, she's... no, no, missed opportunity on her. Yeah, because it's definitely a newer brand. She definitely fucked that up. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, so let's talk about Jeopardy real quick, right? Okay. <laughs> what do you have to say? So, obviously, the whole hosting situation is a giant fugaze. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not something... Like, they both... They pick probably, like, the two worst human beings to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, a very cold, calculated... Um, and, it, you know, I'm doing this in chronological order. Um, <laughs> with Mike Richards. Which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from if you're from Pittsburgh, you have grown... To have a healthy distrust of the names Mike and Richards in succession. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I just want to take this time to remind everybody. Unless that, you're talking about Kramer. Okay, well, even oh, still, yeah. he, he had his moment. He did, but you think people in Pittsburgh cared about that? That's fair, that's fair. Um, it was still very funny. I mean, obviously, <laughs> wow. in the moment, wow. in the moment, he's, you know, and I'm a, if you applaud and you make... Progress, you know, if you show that you actually have remorse, then I will let you go. Has he shown that? He has, like, pretty desperately. People would, like, not let him get away with it, which, you know, that's a fair argument. That's a fair argument. I do remember, I think that it got addressed on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Think about it. Um, But uh, I think he he had a very, like, emotional plea on Howard Stern or something like that. Some sort of Obi and Anthony (laughs) or whatever. Of all the shows to go on for forgiveness. Uh, But I just, again. still do his show? Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. It seems like a very easy show to do. Yeah, I honestly, we're I basically think, doing it right. I now. think Opie and Anthony might have taken the, the the mantle. I mean, they were obviously doing it at the same time anyway. I know but, he still has like the network, but I don't know. Yeah, if he, or maybe is it still Opie and Anthony, or is it Opie and uh, the other guy? Uh, I can tell you. Tom, Tim, Dan, Tim, Tom, Dan. I don't know. Anyway, I just want to take the time <laughs> to remind everybody regarding Mike Richards that Danny Briere was offsides. Mm. And the real ones know what I'm talking about. All right. 2013, traumatizing. Uh, Kevin, we don't want those virgins listening to this. Okay. Well, um, anyways, uh, so Mike Richards obviously stinks. And uh, it came out later that we had receipts that he stinks. So that's always great. Um, okay. Which one are we talking about now? Well, both of them, but the producer of Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the other one, what's her name? 
I can never remember. That's what I I wanted to say, but I did want to get it wrong. Um, she's also a scumbag. <laughs> she's an anti-vaxer. Yeah, but well, like now she's allegedly not. Yeah, I guess she on the whole yeah. is an anti-vaxer, but specifically this one, she like got her whole family vaxxed. I was thinking more of like in twenty, I think seventeen. It may have been later. It more might have been more recent, mm-hmm. um, where she kind of put that op-ed in the Times around the Me Too like uh, Weinstein oh, thing, where I she was like, "Well, at least you're pretty enough to get raped," and people were like, "Hey, what? Hey. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> rain it in there, Jim." Uh, uh, yeah. So, Jesus Christ, what an angle to take. Really, just a very, very bold hill. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah. Right. You got very, raped. very, and they're the two people that was picked. Now, the only, but what I kind of want to talk about on the flip end is that. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of, um, you know, whatever for uh, LeVar Burton. Who's cow? Yeah, a lot of who's cow. Thank you. <laughs> which, which that would have come five minutes earlier, but thank you for finally <laughs> filling in the blank um, for LeVar Burton. He would be great. But here's the thing. Okay. Kevin hates reading Rainbow. No, I have nothing against LeVar Burton. In fact, I, I, my LeVar Burton, my LeVar Burton is uh, Jordy LaForge. Hashtag not my LeVar Burton. So. Truly, because I never watched Star Trek. Okay, well. um, I did watch Reading Rainbow. See, I didn't watch Reading Rainbow. I learned to read on my own, like an alpha Chad. You got to read along with it. Yeah, I'm not good. It was like a book club. It was like Oprah's book club Oh, God, so it is lame. Um, (laughs) You will not speak ill of Oprah, nor her book club. Oh, shit fire. Um, So, but here's the thing, all right? LeVar Burton... Of all the guest judges... What a great name, too. It is a good name. He had the worst ratings of all of them. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say nobody fucking watched him. I recorded him. I still haven't watched him yet. It's okay. But you still get... Nielsen still reports the recordings. Well, then, that's fine. But the point remains that nobody watched him. And it's fine. Like, I don't watch really... I don't really watch Jeopardy... So it doesn't really bother me. I just want to bring it up because, like, one thing that does bother me is is when people they uh, kind of parade in on in, on the internet and they uh, there's a word that starts with a P that I cannot think of. Paraded. No, no, I said that one already. Peruse. No. Postured. They well maybe postured. I guess in a certain lens. They uh, well they make a big noise about like something that they think Prattled. other people want, but they don't actually like obviously care themselves they're just like making noise in, a, in like the direction that everybody else is making but noise but to be fair the way they pump out Jeopardy is so weird yeah it's like filmed so far in advance so you never really know yeah it's like oh like he's filming stuff great and then like seven months later it finally makes it to TV <laughs> that is fair I, I just um, and again I don't really want I don't really have a horse in this race I just wanted to bring it up but this you, would be like if you died yeah yeah and we were like, oh. Who do you think would replace me if I, if I stopped doing Well, that's what I'm saying. This? If you died. Yeah. Would you host open auditions or would you just get any scumbag off the street? I would definitely street? host open auditions. Uh-huh. hundred percent. Uh-huh. No offense, Alan. <laughs> but we need but somebody that, to... But that would be like if you died and we're like, oh, we host all these people, mm-hmm. like host all these auditions, and then Alan just takes the slot anyways. Yeah. Without like... Well, I think Alan... That being said, yeah. Alan, I think, could do the job. Yeah. But let's say you didn't have a personality. Let's say you weren't you. Yeah. For, <laughs> um, if you didn't, if yeah, 
Who do you think would replace me? Like, if you could get, like, a celebrity guest host in, on the condition that you died, I died. Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about it from my perspective. So you died. Yeah. Uh, who do you who who do you think would stand the best chance? And mind you, this is who do you think would stand the best chance, not who would you like. Right. So it's got to be a combination of, like, who has the best personality. Well, I guess it has to be someone, like, we know then, right? Well, ideally, or yeah. somebody that you at least think you would vibe with. So it doesn't have to be like a mega A star celebrity, but something, somebody that's in the public eye. Yeah. Um. Great. That was my thinking noise. That's fantastic. Um. Doug just picked a dolphin. <laughs> what a podcast that would be. There's just like a tank of water sitting across right. <laughs> They've been known to be very sexually aggressive. They are. That so, is their. That, that is, would fill your shoes very well. Okay. Well, that, that is their only defining quality. And I also happen to be a good writer. So plus one on those mammals. Yeah, but Flipper's a pretty intelligent dolphin. Just yeah. ask uh, Hank. Isn't that his name? The guy that played uh, Crocodile Dundee. Maybe. Isn't he a scumbag? Probably. He's Australian. All right. Fair enough. Um... Hmm. Australia is just aggressive New Zealand. <laughs> um, I have my answer. Who's, what's your answer? Matthew McConaughey. I would love to be a co-host. Well, you're dead, so you're dead. No, you're dead. No, no, this you're dead. This is if you die, who no, do you no. want to be replaced no, with? No, no, my, from okay. my perspective. You die, who do you want to be replaced with? Oh, so you're flipping it. Yeah, well, I, you were dead the whole time. I don't think I was dead. I think you were dead. <laughs> no, you were For, dead. <laughs> From where I'm All at, right. you're wrong. All right, babies, who do you want to die more? <laughs> and you can't pick yourself. Because <laughs> we know you want yeah, to. You can't get out of this conversation. <laughs> Me or Doug's dying. Which one is it? <laughs> um, so if you die, Matthew McConaughey, if I die, Timothy Oliphant. I would love to co-host with, yeah. with either of them. Really. Yeah. And if they Alan actually, dies. If both of us die, yeah. Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> And Matthew McConaughey, just hanging out just, in Alan's living room. Welcome back to We Have Fun. Um, <laughs> what? I just like eargasm. <laughs> yeah. If Alan dies, I want LP. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But Alan can't die. No. I mean, look. At Legally and literally, he can't die. Yeah. We, we've we've tried to kill him. Yeah. He just wants release. We're talking wooden stakes through the heart. <laughs> From this lame ass mortal plane. It's a real uh, Dorian Gray situation yeah. <laughs> here. There's a painting out there somewhere, but we don't know where yeah. it is. True. That's why, why we don't take Alan to museums because we don't want to. We don't want to run the risk. Yeah. He just disintegrates like. Ah! Out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, okay, if you die, who do I want my co-host to be? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. There's so many. You know who it's got to be? Hmm. Got to be Jesus. Oh, wow. Much disrespect to Marrow. I'm a big Jesus guy. Uh -huh. I love both of them together, but I think Jesus and I would vibe more than Marrow and I would. Yeah, I think you did the same thing that I did, was immediately run down all of the, like, very, uh, 
what's the what's the there's got to be a word for it because there's a word for everything but like the the very the cherished comedy duos my my thing was i went to the people whose twitter accounts i enjoy the most oh okay so if i die i want your co-host to be dave itzkoff okay yeah (laughs) i think that would be a good it would just be basically like simpsons the podcast but uh i'm into it i'm into it that'd be good that would be good but also, I would rather hang out with Jesus than David's cuff. Sure, I guess that's fair. Um, or Shea Serrano. I don't understand him. What's what's not to understand? I just I, he loves Mexicans. I that's the thing. I just I look at his thing and I'm like, is this like a pixelated boat situation? Like, is this like went for a different generation, or is uh, this like a real guy tweeting like real personal tweets? I don't understand. He's a, he's a real guy tweeting his real opinions. He's a big hip-hop fan. He's a big movie fan. Mm-hmm. He's a big basketball fan, which I'm not there yet. Yeah. But I need to get his book. So I, see, I feel like this is a different subject entirely. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are certain sports that you just need to learn the history of before you can really become a fan. Sure. And I think in like American sports, basketball is that one. Maybe baseball, but definitely basketball. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that's kind of... Um like football, you can just jump in whatever because like right. football. Football is barely a sport anymore, and I think that definitely helps to your point because it's like Kevin's out here, middle-aged yinzer. I watch no NFL this year, dude. Not till they stand for that flag. I'm telling you what, that happened in my house. Not me, obviously, oh, yeah. but that happened, and uh, it was the most like childish shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, no discipline. Got to fire Tomlin. Got to fire Tomlin. <laughs> uh, no, Tomlin's my like. I love I love Cower. I got nothing but good words for my king. But Mike Tomlin is the best interviewer because he very famously says so much and he does not answer your question at all. Oh yeah. And he just makes I'd love up to get words. Him on the pod. He'd be great on the. All pod. right, Pittsburgh celebrities that you want to. If you die. If I die. Yeah. Pittsburgh celebrities. Now, is this like, so I have to die, so obviously this isn't a guest spot. This or is if a, I die. This is a permanent. Why don't we just do guests, because this is getting a little bit morbid. Not that I don't often think about you dying. Because <laughs> that's the only way either of us get out of this situation. <laughs> this is our fourth time doing this pod. <laughs> only death will release us. Al's just sitting back, sipping his drink like, they really want each other to die. <laughs> Give me that sweet release. <laughs> and then it's all mine. Alan is like John Lovitz in The Wedding Singer, where he's just like, they're losing their minds. <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> just the slow close of the curtain behind him. <laughs> oh. uh, but Pittsburgh celebrities. Okay, that we could get as guests, not as. Okay, for guests. Yeah. All right, Tomlin. Yeah. Um, would you count Wiz? I mean, yeah, he's a Pittsburgh celebrity, yeah. All right, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, oh, you got to go with Batman. Yes. Obviously, number Batman. One. Michael Keaton, obviously. Um, but we would introduce <laughs> him as... Batman is number one. <laughs> we would introduce him as Michael Douglas, because he deserves that. Yeah, he's a, he's a real Coriopolis. My boy. Michael Douglas. Shout out to Coriopolis. And I would say maybe... Hmm. Oh, Ken Rice. The brows. Ken Rice, obviously. Gotta throw Jeff Goldblum in there. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Jeff Goldblum. Um, I think of all the celebrities we could actually get. Oh, so none of them. No, no. I'm thinking, 
like with the things that we talk about. Uh huh. Okay. One, jo- oh, Jeff Goldblum would vibe the hardest for he sure. He would vibe, but also Joe Manganiello. Oh yeah, he, he would be in here with us. Oh yeah, talking about stuff. Yeah, he'd be in here, and he then... would be a guest on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not only would he be a guest, but he would contribute. <laughs> okay, he'd be sitting in a chair, microphone in front of him, speaking words. Oh God, imagine, imagine. I don't know if either of us would know what to do if Jeff Goldblum was a guest. <laughs> He'd be making sounds. We'd just be staring at him, <laughs> mouths agape with Hi, big smiles. Hi, Jeff. Oh, what was the news that someone told him on the red carpet, and he turned into a Visco girl? The Spider-Man for, thing? Was it, was it the Spider-Man the, thing? What? S- 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 send. <laughs> this is terrible. The mountains of Brodochur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm crestfallen. <laughs> It's like, this man has no idea what you're talking about, but he is acting his ass well, off. What was the thing? That way you don't look like an idiot. <laughs> what was the thing? He was on um, Hot Ones, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean Evans brought... This is the second episode in a row we brought up Hot Ones. Yeah. Uh, but he Sean br- Evans would be a good guy. Oh, Sean Evans would be amazing. Because honestly, like, this is the thing. Because we love wings. Oh, we do love wings. Uh, but Sean Evans, he is... So far, we are really kind of following his career path. Mm-hmm. Where we kind of like have a thing that we're trying to do, and we put like a lot of effort into it. We could probably put more effort into it, but like we put a sizable amount of effort into it while we still kind of maintain we're our. We're also jobs. very struggling people. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And but he was like writing. He was like a not a PR guy because that involves like a problem. But he basically wrote like visit us brochures and stuff like that. Uh, he was just like copywriter. Yeah, he was like a copywriter for like the state of Wisconsin. Or something like that. And, uh, what a thing to write right? copy for. And he, uh, he, ironically, he I think he said that he like noticed he was getting really into basketball. Mm-hmm. And that's how he knew that he was like falling back in the rat race. Because like his entire life was being taken up with like sports, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the cue that you need to do something different. Um, and now he's fucking Sean Evans, you know. But he, like, got out of that whole thing. But I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's... I think that is it. Whenever you get, like, so into sports, you just, like, realize that you're not really doing anything else. Yeah, this is, and this is my... That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a real issue. That's, like, the trap. It's how you become a townie. Yeah, oh, that, and that, that is my... Th- that's why I got really big into English soccer, because no matter how involved I get, mm-hmm. I will never be able to go to a home game. <laughs> like, it will never be, like... A thing that stops the city you're in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my out. That's like with that, that said, we got to go to another Riverhounds. Oh, I would love they to go. They called to, me. That's great. They left a message. They like, never called. Hey, well, they might have called another me. Game soon. It's like they might have called me. I block. Why a lot are you of, leaving this message? I block a lot of calls. But uh, Sean Evans would be a really good guest. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I think I had a couple people that are not like Pittsburgh Pittsburgh celebrities. But oh right, that's what I wanted to say. He was on Hot, Hot Ones and um, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. and someone brought he brought up the fact that like he is referred to on Twitter and Instagram as like Zaddy, mm-hmm. and he just repeated the word Zaddy in different inflections for like Zaddy. six minutes. Zaddy. Yeah, and he was he was oh I like the sound of that <laughs> Zaddy. I liked my favorite part about that interview was. Sean Evans asks him about like Pittsburgh cuisine, mm-hmm. 
And I think the go-to is always like Primanti's. Right, where yeah. It's like, oh, hey, you throw French fries on whatever. My man Jeff Goldblum talks chipped ham. Hell yeah. And as a big oh, chipped ham guy, I was like, he's a real Chipped monster. ham fam. Hashtag chipped ham fam. Uh, like, whenever I make a sandwich with chipped ham on it. Yeah. Half of that pound of chipped ham is just going straight into my mouth. <laughs> Much more of it goes into my mouth and ends up on the sandwich. Yeah. One for you, one for me. Exactly. exactly. I, uh, before you know it, you're just sitting down in your recliner with a bag of chipped ham in your lap, just <laughs> eating some meat. <laughs> I um, every time that like not like celebrities, but I guess m- more famous than the average person, people mm-hmm. come into Pittsburgh and they're like, Pittsburgh, like what's good, like where do you go? And I'm and I if I feel compelled. Which is not usual. It's a rare occasion. But if I feel compelled to like answer that like Instagram story, I'm usually like, you could probably skip Romani's. Like go go to say you went, but don't expect it to be like cuisine. Do you remember whenever uh, Josh Peck came to Pittsburgh, and he had like an Instagram story of him oh, just wandering the halls eagle. of Market District. Yeah. People he lost was, their fucking minds. He was like, they have so much stuff here. People lost their goddamn gourds. Uh, it was pretty funny, though. Like, he was finding the most random, like, items you could possibly yeah. purchase there. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, that market district was a, it was a thing yeah. uh, for a while. Now it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's hey, this was like two years ago. Pretty old hat. It was longer than that because I was at it. Ikea. Was it that long ago? It was, it was, at, it was at least. 2017. Oh, wow. Wow. Or I guess at most 2017. Wow. You know what? I would love to co-host a podcast with Owen Wilson. Oh, Owen Wilson, I'm sure, would be great. Hell, even Luke Wilson would be great. What about Andrew Wilson? I don't know anything about Andrew Wilson. I think the three of them should host their own podcast. My brother, my brother, and And me. And then it's just, you try to figure out who's speaking. Wow. Because they may not all... They may each look different enough that you'd be like, oh, they're like, wow, they're brothers. Mm. But they all have the same voice. Wow. 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 That's wow. fun. That would be a good pod. Um, there aren't... I, I always forget Joe Manganiello's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I would love to get Pat McAfee. Yeah. That would be an amazing pull. Boy. That would be an amazing pull. Really anybody from that show, but specifically the Pittsburgh people. Um... You know, uh, Ming-Na Wen is from Pittsburgh. Voice of Mulan. I don't believe you. She is. The voice of Mulan. Oh, in the animated. Yeah. In the OG. Yeah. And now she's in The Mandalorian. She is. Which Dave Dave Filoni, Mount Lebanon boy. Yeah, big, big Mount Lebanon guy. Yeah, the chosen one. Um, he'd be a good, he'd be a good pull. Oh, yeah. Pull him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'd pull him. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Me and that dolphin. <laughs> ah! Oh, no. <laughs> so sexually aggressive. Honestly, I was really nervous to do that because I was like, if that fucks up, that that's going to be so <laughs> <laughs> What is that creature? <laughs> it's like a perfectly cut scream. It's like, Me and that dolphin. You and the one over there. <laughs> Yeah, they're much more majestic underwater. <laughs> they use the bard's tongue. <laughs> oh god. It's uh like what it well, it was like what Harry Potter where it's like a mermaid underwater has like a beautiful singing voice, but out of water it's <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Sorry for anyone listening to this on their headphones. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's funny that, like, the last episode was just, like, so tranquil and peaceful. And this one, we're just like, hey, guess how loud I can yell? <laughs> well, didn't I try to do my, like, deep, oh, yeah, voice? Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> yeah. I can't do it anymore. Oh, oh, I mean, puberty was a hell of a time. I could do something. You're old. That could be a fun podcast segment. You know, how long can you hold the most annoying screech? <laughs> I I would people, like people would tune in because we were like they're like skipping ahead and it's like it's been fifteen minutes. <laughs> he's, he's doing some real circular breathing. Like yeah, a, what's that like warbling? Yeah, you can do like that Mongolian throat singing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to do segments and stuff in the future. And they find out we just like found a, a didgeridoo soundboard <laughs> and just put like Fucked a rock on the yeah. put it like on the spaceboard. <laughs> Or down Sonic getting some burgers and shit. It's uh, funny. Actually, sounds pretty good. I wish it was like a Friday night. Right. Instead, it's a Wednesday night. It is a Wednesday night, yeah. <laughs> you looked around like, is it? <laughs> it was like a dog that finds out it's about to go outside. <laughs> oh, sweet baby Alan. Oh, shit, fine. That's funny. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's whenever you, like, go out of your way to, like, lie about something. So someone gets, like, super fucking stoked, and you're just like, nah, I'm just bullshitting. It's like, why would you do that? I was having a good day. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, my brother did that to me once. Yeah. He, um, we were in high school at the time. Okay. And he was a senior, I was a freshman. It was winter time, And we shared a room. Uh-huh. Um, and there's one morning, it's dark out. It's usually how it goes. Yeah. He kicks in the door cause he used to wake up before me and kicks in the door and says, Doug, we have a two hour delay. <sighs> Immediately. I'm excited. Oh, it's go, up. really? And like, it's pitch black in the room. Silence. He lands on top of me, knees down. says, no, it's time to get up. <laughs> Like, you oh, piece of so, shit. That's so fucked up. Oh, never. That sounds like Brother Brian. Never, yeah. Brother. Never forgave him for it. Really? I would, I would expect that out of Steve. I would. Nah, he was a later riser. I would not expect that out of Brother Brian. Yeah. Shit. You know, he sometimes listens to this, so I hope he does, and I hope he knows he's a villain. Well, <laughs> sure. He's not a weak old baby. He, well. That was chaotic. That oh, is yeah. very much chaotic evil. And now I've made enemies for him. <laughs> uh, good times. Great times. Uh, yeah. The, uh, what's our snowman? Yeah, about 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Would you hear the good news? Probably. So I actually had great news two days in a row. Okay. So now it's just been downgraded to good because it's delayed or? Well, it was good to you because you're not going to care. Well, that's a little presumptuous. <laughs> but it's great to me because I care a great deal. It's presumptuous, but okay. Uh, De La Soul got all the oh, right. music I cleared. I did see and that, it's yeah. it's going to be added to streaming services. Wow, that's great. And that's as someone whose favorite album of all time is De La Soul is Dead, which you can only find on YouTube, it is fantastic news. That's great. People will finally understand why Biddy's in the BK Lounge is the stairway to heaven of our generation. Mm-hmm. But then the day after that came out, yeah. that news, 
Big Crit put all of his old music on streaming services. Uh-huh. All of his, like, free albums that were, like, only on dapiff.com or Hot New Hip Hop. Interesting. Um, so it was a big couple of days for the old Dangle. Hmm. I'm Dangle. You're Dangle. Sure I am. You sure are. Sure do. Now, I think someone might be trying to hack my Apple account. Do you have one of those? Well, I do for... Uh, the other pod. Oh. Shout out, musically reclined. You should listen to that one too. How dare you? How dare you advertise in the middle of our pod? Well, if you had another pod, I'd let you advertise it. Uh, whenever Alan and I get together, so we can record. Doug got bored. <laughs> Alan, don't you dare. Oh no. <laughs> I'm his favorite. He's gonna join my side. But uh, no, in order to get that one going. You know, in order to get it on Apple. Actually, maybe that's what it was. Because that process takes... It takes longer than anyone else. fucking ever. It's been like a week. Maybe Google Play takes longer, actually. A, a Google is up and running already. Oh, wow. So we're up. We're on Spotify, and we're on Google, as well as Amazon Podcasts. I like these. There's a little inside baseball, but the, the approval process for Spotify is... There is none. Yeah, it's immediate. <laughs> It's it's literally immediate. It's like sure we'll throw anything up yeah, here. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. I mean, I just hope you don't expect money in return. Yeah, yeah we're not paying you. All for that any ad of this. revenue goes right back to us. I just want to. Uh... I'm sorry, we'll get money from the live shows. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and the merch. Also, Alan, you can. You can choose to cut this out or leave this in, but uh, gotta start thinking about the recorded shows coming up. Episode fifty. Oh, so it's on the horizon. Have we have we issued the challenge that we texted about to each other? I don't think we did. did. Should we? Sure. I'll introduce it because it was my idea. Yeah, yeah. Kevin and I decided. What do we say? A thousand subscribers? Oh, this. Yeah. I forgot what the challenge was, but I think it was a thousand subscribers. Whenever we reach a thousand subscribers, Kevin and I, whoa. I think we'd have to do a GoPro for this too. We will ride the Sky Coaster at Kennywood. And what you need to know, Kevin and I, not crazy about heights. Yeah. So we lose in this situation. (laughs) Uh, but everyone else wins because they get to hear coaster. two grown men scream, and I mean scream. Yeah. Well, what's what's kind of refreshing is that um, I thought it was going to be like a nope. Anyway, uh, I thought it was going to be more of like a like a sexy thing. I thought it was going to be like, well, we'll run. Or somebody will do something naked, which is usually your M.O. Well, we already have plans for the calendar. Oh, that's true. And that's going to be very sexy. Wow, we are so good at teasing the future. Yeah. Great at it. Great to see some leather daddies. (laughs) (laughs) Couple of chaps and leather. Chaps and chaps. They think it's going to be like gimp suits, but it's just going to be like leather jackets. Yeah. (laughs) Like, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> uh, that's a good time. That's a great time. 
No, I'm excited, but yeah, something something on the horizon. I would love to do like a like a good mythical morning kind of. Mm. I think we're built for that. I think like that like explosive like you get 20 minutes tops like be mm. as silly as you want kind of reaction thing is I think it's up our alley. Well, let's not forget our plans for our um men's style advice podcast. Oh yeah. Nitwits. Is that what we I think it's what we have to do. Is that what we went with? K-N-I-T, of course. Right. (laughs) (laughs) See? It works for Alan. (laughs) I love Alan being in the studio so much. Like, the voice of God, Alan, was very funny, but version three of him just very quietly drinking and staring at us. (laughs) Just cigar and a drink, just... (laughs) Amuse me. Because yeah. <laughs> it was more fun, like looking at the iPad and just seeing, like, just like his shoulders rise slowly. And it's like, that that counts as a laugh. Put that one in my tally. <laughs> Scoreboard. <laughs> Scoreboard, bitch. This whole thing is just a competition to see who can make it Alan is. laugh. More. It is. It really, like, we love you, babies, but you're not the main demographic. Our main demographic is, is Alan. <laughs> Oh. Very spoiled. <laughs> Not many people get a podcast hit directly to their taste. What an, what an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all I gotta do is just beep boop on this laptop a little bit. Here, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alan's like, yeah, I did the mix. I fucking, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh. Couple, couple, here, couple click clacks. <laughs> little Under Armour action. We're good to go. Ideos mio. Ah, fuck. That was that was the, the American <laughs> yeah. translation. <laughs> For those less cultured listeners. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what is that, a sperm? <laughs> I believe that's a blue whale. But... No, that's a sperm or a humpback if I ever saw one. <laughs> There's some very horny sailors that <laughs> I mean, they're they're just out there for months with the boys, and that's nothing the dirty else. slut whale over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wow, I never really thought about that before. Yeah, it's just like it's like the story of like the Galapagos turtles, like being just too delicious. They never made it back to the mainland U.S. <laughs> like, they even sent uh, Darwin to go bring one back himself. He, he fucking ate it. So, like, we've... It's just It was just, like, a whole... It was a whole thing over the course of, like, 60 years. Like, we never... There was never a single Galapagos turtle on the continental United States because they just couldn't make the boat ride over. <laughs> but it's... Yeah, I just imagine, like, all right, we're going to go see some shit and we're going to name it. And they didn't see anything for, like, two months. Okay. And, like, they just were too awkward to, like, J.O. in front of each other. So they're just sitting there, just, like, blue-balled by the sea. Just, what's that one? It's the dumpster slut fish. <laughs> that whale's got some contours. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, That's I've, icky. I've heard of a white whale, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did the white whale not get the sperm title? <laughs> I mean, he got Moby Dick, so... That's true. <laughs> or the whale. I don't know. Which one is it? 
It's just a. It's not, there was no whale in reality. It was just a big splooge. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the trash island, but it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Nemo's. I've been chasing this dick for years. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. That's one hour. <laughs> I think we really, we really go off for the last ten minutes. The last, the last, I think, I think we, we do a good job of of. Of uh, <laughs> forever, we uh, we do a good job. Alan sent a picture of whales in our group chat, so that's thank you, Alan. The whale, the sperm, uh, the big sperm. Big sperm. It's probably. Oh uh, man, that'll be the artwork for this one. Sperm or humpback? Oh god. Um, Jesus, if if the whale manages to. If the white whale manages to bite its own tail, does it become a Mobius dick? Okay, so I feel like ah. we managed to um, sub subconsciously like plot out the pod through. It's like the first the first fifteen twenty minutes is like, all right, we're warming up. We'll say something funny. We'll say a couple funny things. We'll put a bit in there, and then we'll, some genuine conversation. It'll set up the genuine conversation of most of like the second act. Mm-hmm. And then, if you like that, if you don't, whatever, like, that's pretty much the pod. But the last 10 to 15 minutes is always just chaotic degeneracy. That's when uh, Skeletor was spitting in someone's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> or getting spit in the mouth up. Mmm, daddy! Yes. <laughs> avant-garde. Yes. Uh, a little something for everyone. A little something for everybody. I think personally, I like the chaos. A lot of something for Alan. <laughs> I like the chaos. Yeah, but I mean, to the scale, I think it would be funny if, like, if we did it. Obviously, with like, we have we have lives. Okay, baby, we have lives outside of this. <laughs> we have lives. We, new podcast. <laughs> the new pod. Yeah, Alan, write that down. And uh, but I think it, if like if we did it on like a Saturday, like noon or Saturday day, like we were doing in the past, like. Mm-hmm. If like the challenge was like, okay, so we're each gonna drink like three or four Red Bulls. <laughs> oh my god. And just go about the pod as if nothing was going on or like whatever. I don't know. I think that'd be a good idea. Anyway I've only had Red Bull with alcohol. Alright, well you can have Red Bull with alcohol. But I think that would be a much more dangerous thing. Uh that could be fun. <laughs> just ripping Jaeger bombs. Sipping Jaeger bombs. Icky. I've witnessed that. Yeah, we all we all did. We Except were all Alan, there. He wasn't old enough. Alan, little well, baby Alan, <laughs> look at you now, <laughs> just fucking kingpin in the corner of the room. Gotten some single malt over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, but anyway, Doug, did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Good, Doug. Did happy, you? I guess fun. I did. I, I laughed. I cried. You did cry. You did laugh. Glad to know that uh, I, I'm happy that we we really genuinely answered the questions because like I was gonna be really upset if you hit me with like some stupid well, shit answer. When you used to ask me after we recorded like a two hour episode, it's like no, I wanted to go to bed 45 minutes ago. We had fun those <laughs> days though. Feature length. Oh, Peter Jackson would tell us to whittle it down. Scorsese is like nah, keep going. Yeah. 
I still haven't watched Silence yet. I still haven't finished uh, Irishman. Irishman. Well, that's good because we promised them an Irishman episode a month and we have ago. yet to deliver. Yeah, I keep looking at it and I'm like, ah, I'd really rather just watch Gossip Girl. You're halfway through it though. I'm like 45 minutes. Whoa, into it. you're halfway there. Whoa. Doesn't even really get good until like after the. Oh, yeah. Jeez, oh, yeah. Italians. I heard you paint houses. Perverts. Yep. What I don't like about that is Italians masquerading as the Irish. That is true. It's dis- they're appropriating That's, my culture. They are appropriating my culture. My culture. Yeah. Our culture. We have culture. New pod from your boys. So we have fun. I feel like if we recreated The Godfather, but in Ireland, <laughs> with the thickest Irish accents that you can't even understand what they're saying. Good your fucking man. What? <laughs> Uh, shit fire. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked that one. Alan, did you have fun? I had fun. Good, man. I don't oh, know if Alan that's picking fun. you up. Whatever, but we'll find out. It'll come out in the wash. Alan had fun. He's saving that sperm whale picture for something. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a long night ahead of us. But, uh, hey. <laughs> this is gonna be like a blown up poster size hanging over Alan's back. <laughs> um... Yeah, well, that's good that we all collectively had fun. Um, like, comment, subscribe if you had fun. Yeah, definitely like, comment. Tell your fucking friends, okay? Yeah. What are we doing here? Enough with the bullshit. Let's, like, come on. All right, we already, we know that you're not going to fucking invite us to your parties. I get it, okay? You don't want to lose, you don't want to lose the people that you invited to us, mm-hmm. another guest. I get it, okay? Mm-hmm. But fucking, what's, what's a guy got to, what do we got to do? We need a thousand subscribers. Yeah. We have about, we are, we are very close to a very high watermark for downloads. Listen, the 17 or so of you that download multiple times per episode, we see you. We get the IP links. We know where you live. Yeah. And we Shout appreciate out France. You. Shout <laughs> out France. Also, I keep forgetting to bring this up. I think like a month ago or so, we kind of dunked on Texas. Oh, yeah, we did. We dunked on Texas pretty hard. Our viewer count went up in Texas specifically. So maybe, so like maybe that's a hate follow. I'm okay with a hate follow. That pays my bills. So please just keep hate following if you have to. We can say more disparaging shit. Yeah. We're really good at it. We're really holding back. Yeah. Well, where are you at, Montana? Yeah. What's the, what the fuck is going on with you, Dakotas? Yeah. At least one of you. All 19 people that live between those two states, one of, them, one of them can't fucking subscribe, like, and share. Here's what happens. We get 1,000 subscribers. You get to witness two grown men. Shit themselves midair. Strapped together. Okay. I was going to say pee ourselves. Okay. Because you know I'm eating light that morning. <laughs> not going to be a lot. Not risking that. Not a lot in me for it to come out. Yeah, I'm not into that. I mean, I've done some pretty stupid adrenaline shit, but I, I don't really feel comfortable basically doing a, a carnival game. Yeah. I'm not risking that. Yeah. Uh, Over a very shallow pool of water. Yeah. That is your only cushion. Oh, it's basically just a standing parking lot puddle. That's And, like, honestly, if you hit that water, you're coming in at such an angle and speed. Flat. Flat. That is a... That is a 70 mile an hour at least belly flop. Uh, listen. You ain't going to be in rush hour three. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, a uh, thousand followers. But yeah, just fucking let's go. You yeah. know? 
We gotta do thirst traps. I'll do thirst traps. Kevin already does. I literally have albums. I'm very concerned. Albums. With my body. All right. If that's what it takes. Listen, I just. If you want me to, if you want me to show a little neck, reveal the, you know, pull the turtleneck down a little. Little little, little collar comes yeah, down, guy. Maybe, maybe I'll wear a sweater vest. Who knows? Where, who knows where the future will take us? All right. Uh, so let's just let's just figure this thing out together, okay? Um, but you know, all at the same time, you know, we love you, okay? And uh, thanks for riding with us. And um, for this episode, we have fun. Hmm. At I've been Kevin. I've been Kevin. <laughs> at I've been Kevin. I'm at I'm at I've been Kevin on something. I think it's my Venmo. <laughs> It might be my Venmo. It's just like there's no introduction to it. It's just uh, at I've been Kevin. I've been Kevin. I've been Kevin. <laughs> I've been Kevin. Um, that's definitely my Venmo. Instagram is. <laughs> yeah, send him money. Kevin Cross <laughs> underscore. He's very sad these days. Twitter. I'm so sad. It's like a real behind the scenes shit that I will make fun of, but it's I'm very sad. Uh, and then the Instagram <laughs> is off the cross for. So who uh, who are you, Doug? What are your candles? <laughs> I'm just Doug. <laughs> I'm just Doug. <laughs> All right. Well, then fuck it. We're out. <laughs> Bye, babies. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours. The world is yours. And I'm amped up. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours. The world is yours. And I'm amped up. For presidents to represent me.